2007. Los Angeles. The city has changed. Cops rule the day. Punks rule the night. And one man wants to rule them all. There's only one thing he needs to succeed. This is only half of it. Find me the other half now. And look who's got it. It magnifies the power inside you. This half gives power over the body. All right, so where's the on button? Now, two brothers will stop at nothing to protect their half. Look out! And a madman will stop at nothing to possess it. You're gonna love this. Welcome back to another episode of the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. Today, I am so excited to be talking about Double Dragon. Last week, I, I led you guys on and I, I told you I was really wanting to do True Lies. But I'm not going to lie. When I watched the trailer for Double Dragon, I was like, oh my God, I have never seen this movie and we have to watch this. And I'll just be honest right now. I've never been so satisfied in my entire life with a movie. Um, that's a huge lie. But I loved the movie. It was, it was a fun time. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead and talk about our history with Double Dragon real quick. Yorton, I'll start with you. What's your history with the game? What's your history with this movie? Surprisingly enough, anything about Double Dragon, I'm not that familiar that much with the game. But I loved the cart- the Saturday morning cartoon back when it was on. And then I did see this movie, too, when it came out in theaters because I enjoyed the cartoon so much. Hmm. But the cartoon and this are completely different. It's, so, it's hilarious to see the difference between the two. Did you enjoy the movie as a kid? I enjoyed I, I, Surprisingly enough, I sort of have the still, still the same feelings of it. It is, like, just stupid, but... You know what? I wasn't bored or anything. I was entertained, but I'm not going to say, "Oh man, you guys got to have to see it" or anything like that. It's been over. It's been probably like 25 years since I've seen like Three Ninjas, but I got the same kind of vibes from this movie. Where it's yes, just like would, silly fun. I would agree, agree with you that very much. Very the sort of mid 90s silly martial art movies. Kid you know? Movie, yeah. Yeah. Jared, how about you, man? Uh, so I want to talk about, so many uh, things. I, you, you guys know me, I'm not the biggest nostalgia guy at all. Um, if it's in the past, I like, like to keep it in the past, but let's talk about arcade games <laughs> in pizza restaurants. Oh, how you could go get buffet pizza and play arcade games. Go to that Simpsons that, arcade. Oh my gosh. That was, that was just a life. I, I like. So, like, that's my history of Double Dragon. I played it in the pizza arcade. <laughs> you know, it was stationed right up next to Mortal Kombat and Golden Axe. Oh, so yeah. So, those are two games I played a lot, or all three. So, I'm just, in my mind, I'm just like, can we go back to that? I know. Hey, let's, all right. So, let's <laughs> go ahead and segue to, well, first of all, I'll do that in a second. What's your experience with Double Dragon? You just played it as a kid 
in the arcade? Yeah, I just played the arcade game as a kid. That's about it. Uh, I had never watched this movie. Um, and so I was just super excited when you said watch it. Uh, we're going to watch it because one of my other friends uh, loves this movie, swears by it. And I, I was like, no, no, Who would no. swear by it, by the way? Who's like, you've got to see this movie? <laughs> Unless he just knows Jared that well. It's like, dude, this is a movie that would fit you. Because I, like I said from the get-go, I was like, this is going to be a movie that Jared's going to love or just hate. <laughs> No, I mean because he's all he like I, I like I have a strong disdain for the Street Fighter movie, um, and he's just oh. like no, no, it's we'll really good. We'll it's go. like Street Fighter. When we get there, like when we get there, and I'm just like no, bro, no, and so he swears by it, and he's like no, go watch it, go watch it, and I finally watched it, and nothing but positive things to say. <laughs> I think it's better than the Street Fighter movie, to be honest with you. And I like the Street oh, yeah. Fighter it, movie. It, oh, I hate the Street Fighter movie. I know movie, it's but terrible, but I like it. Head and shoulders better. Um, all right, so this wasn't on my agenda, but let's go ahead and talk about it. Like, growing up, what what were your, like, three go-to arcade cabinets? I'll start with the Orton. Uh, probably, uh, first and foremost, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's always a oh, must-go-to yeah. one. Oh, yeah. uh, probably the other one, the Simpsons one that you had mentioned. And then uh, 1942, where the you're the airplane uh, shooting. Oh, yeah, was- yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, What's weird is a lot of, the, like, all three of those are actually on the original Nintendo, but, and that's kind of how you remember them. But when you play it on arcade, it's like, oh, the graphics are so much better on the arcade. Yeah. Um, Jared, how about you? <laughs> Uh, so number one, um, it's a little bit, um, well, it's newer and of all the games we've been mentioning. So it's like, um, Capcom versus Marvel comics, the first game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I loved it. The first one, the first edition, because the second one also came out for console. So I just played on Dreamcast. So that one was always my go-to. And then, um, of course, the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, gotta love the Simpsons. And then for for me, it's like a tie between um, Golden Axe and there's this Marvel Comics game where you gotta find the power gems. So they're like the yeah, Infinity yeah. Stones, but mm-hmm. that they originally called like the power gems. And so I just love playing as Wolverine in that game. So those those are pretty much the the three or four. You can't go wrong with any of those. I had never seen this movie. I, it was never on my radar as a kid. I don't remember ever seeing a commercial for this movie. Um, I knew of, of it, it, it. I can't speak. Its existence probably like 15 years ago. I was like, that's weird. Okay. How come I never? It's like that Mandela effect where it's like, what? This existed? What? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's a few movies like that. Um, so I'd never seen it. I played the game a little bit, but I was more of a Streets of Rage guy. But, you know, you played one, you feel like you play them all. Um, but that's my experience with the movie. I don't want to, uh, arcade games. I mean, I'll be even more specific. The Simpsons at the Fuddruckers in Spring, Texas. <laughs> um, the balloon game, mini game, where you have to like pump up the balloon before everyone else. Oh yeah. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go weird here. I'm going to say Mortal Kombat four, the first 3d Mortal Kombat. That was a big deal for me and my little brother. Um. Oh my God. What would you? What was the other one? Yorton said. Would you say Yorton? The uh, Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's and it. And then 1942. Yeah, that's the one. 
It was the Ninja Turtles. The one where it starts off and it's like there's a fire and April O'Neil's reporting on it and the turtles jump off the rooftop. Oh, yeah. Yep. All about that one. And when you, the bad guys are about to die, they start blinking all red. Oh, God. Those were better times. Okay. So before we dive into these categories, I just want to say that when I was watching this, this movie was, I was like, this is the Warriors mixed with Mad Max mixed with cocaine. <laughs> Those are the three things I thought of. I was like, "It's." Have you guys ever seen the Warriors? Oh yeah, yeah I've it. seen the Warriors, and I definitely get what you're saying with yeah, that vibe. It's just with they're Warriors. getting from one space back home or to another location, but they have to fight all these gangs on their way. And I was like, "That's exactly what's happening here." That and it's a lot of Mad Max with the design and the whole setting, and then it's just a lot of cocaine. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, but that's exactly what I thought. All right, so we're we're gonna do it differently. We're gonna we're gonna do positives and negatives last because I have so many random notes that I'm ready to talk about, and I feel like our random notes should be longer than our positive and negative negative notes. So, Jared, why don't you go down your list first for random? Uh, um, first off. Uh-oh. I love how George Hamilton and yes. Vanna White and Andy Dick were themselves <laughs> in that movie. They were the news anchors. What were they thinking? Yeah. That was so funny. Andy I was Dick done. was the weatherman. Yeah, that threw me for a second. I was like, what? He was good, though. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, I'm, I'm weatherman. I was like, is that Andy Dick? I was like, <laughs> weatherman Andy Dick. And I was like, oh, he's even going by Andy Dick. He's That's hilarious. Yeah. I will say George um, Hamilton and Vanna White were not good actors. They were oh, terrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were Andy uh, Dick outshined you. Yeah. Um also huge, huge shout out to Jimmy Lee. Um, because it's Mark I forget how to say his last name, but I'm a huge um like cooking show buff. And he also plays the chairman in Iron Chef America, if y'all are familiar with Iron Chef America. No, I've never so, seen him before until this movie. So, no, he actually... Uh, and he also plays the bad guy in John Wick 3. And oh, he plays the chairman in... Really? Um, yeah, he plays the chairman, like I said, in Iron Chef America as well. So, huge shout out. When I saw him in there, I was like, he looks familiar. <laughs> so, I looked it up and I was like, oh, shoot, that is the chairman. Because the chairman is bald and obviously in John Wick 3... Excuse me, he's bald as well. So I was just like, "Whoa!" That yeah, like threw me for a loop. He's a good looking, good looking dude in this movie. He's got the, like the '90s haircut going on, and I don't know. When I saw his IMDb picture, I was like, "That's the same guy." Like, yeah. he doesn't look the yeah. same at all. <laughs> it doesn't at all. That's why throws you for a loop. Uh, some other. Oh my goodness, the 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 driving scene, just the entire driving scene. <laughs> That's at up the for beginning. best scene. <laughs> <laughs> just everything that was going on all right let's um, stop let's stop and let's talk about that scene let's talk about <laughs> the technology in that scene all right the periscope camera with like yeah. oh no with the joystick that controls the car. and then he yells at he yells at uh bobo and said don't you ever play video games and takes over the joystick so those two track. actors you had the one guy the skinny guy who sounded like the little pet thing on Jabba the Hutt's shoulder <laughs> the whole time, yeah. right? And then you had Adobo who couldn't say more than four words, it looks like, and just 
They were so they were overacting so hard. I don't know what was going on. That and I also want to shout out the the technology where they look up people and find out their information and it tells you how much they bench press. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> I'm just thinking all they did was go to their uh, MySpace or Facebook profile. It was like, hmm, random facts about the people. I okay. love it. It's like he bitch presses 180 or over 800 pounds or whatever the hell they say. I was like, how? 800 like, pounds. Like, wh- wh- who needs to know that information? How do you catalog that information? Is it <laughs> like, like I said, it's just on his Facebook or MySpace page. Just because so, I like, mean, no, it's part of the I census. <laughs> But if yeah. he hits like a new personal record, does it, does it get how, how soon does it get updated? Exactly. Oh no, he hit eight t- eight ten the other day. <laughs> I love that the technology is so ridiculous. Oh, okay. And the, go ahead. Talk, go ahead. Hold on. The car house yes. fueled. Yeah. Are you talking about the fire? Crash. Yes. yes. I don't. don't so does fire. it run on gas or does it just no, run on fire? Run, Fire. <laughs> you just throw it's stuff fire. fire. You just whatever feeds the fire. They're just stoking away. It's like an old burner or something. That makes no uh, sense. But I'm I'm all for it. There he's looking, he's throwing the map in there, like that's gonna give him a speed boost. Like I don't understand it. And then when he throws in uh I I, I don't know what it was, that combustible was thing. Or something. That was yeah, right. And then he was the, he, no, it was I think it was like cheese, cheese whiz or something no, like no, that. It, had, it said nitrous on it. Oh, well, no, he was reading off the ingredients on it, and I'm just like, and then he's like, whatever, and he just tosses it in there anyways, and it's just like, oh, my goodness. Yep. But, oh, that that scene was just so much random stuff all together, and then the technology throughout this entire movie was just so, so VR 90s. in 2007 sucks. When that kid's playing his <laughs> VR game? Oh, Yeah. It looks like Superman 64. Oh, don't remind me um, of that terrible game. But it was just the technology in this entire movie. It's a random thought. It's just. That's great. It's the perfect encapsulation of what people think the future is going to be like. Yeah. I I did like at the very beginning, though, when they're in that Chinese uh, little village and everything, and you're thinking, oh, it's Middle Ages. And then she opens up the briefcase with the satellite on it, and it's like, oh, I guess it's not like the Middle Ages there. Yeah, I I thought so, too, in the opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, flashback. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Jared, that we just cut you off on your list. But the opening scene, did you... I had to rewind it. Did you notice that... When the Asian man started talking, he was talking in, I think, Chinese, but his lips weren't matched. And it was like he was dubbed. And yes. it made no sense. Because he was yes. speaking in Chinese, and the words were in Chinese. It wasn't like English coming out of his mouth. It looked like a kung fu movie with English actors over dubbing over. But it was in Chinese. So why was... I don't understand it. It made no I just... It blew my mind. I had to watch it twice. <laughs> It, no, that that entire scene was wild. Um, at the very beginning, like it just, there was no scene in this movie that was not wild. <laughs> it, I'm just gonna say it was an hour and thirty minutes of just what the hell is going on. It was so good though. I always, I will say, I was, I was entertained the entire time. I, another one, an, another random thought. There's a gang of mailmen. 
Oh yeah, that had me dying. There's <laughs> a gang, like one of the gangs, are just like ma- disgruntled mailmen. When you're first introduced <laughs> to them, too, like they're escaping. This is right before the boat scene, and all those gangs have now teamed up, and you see all the gangs together. And I saw this this group of people in the back swinging these bags around. <laughs> I was like, what are they doing? And then it later became clear it's the mailman gang. <laughs> I didn't know what they were doing. Why are you swinging bags around? So, yeah, it's just some of the gangs are just like supremely wild. I I loved it. I loved it. The the power core hideout was so awesome. Um What's that? that was Is that a, the the cool Alyssa oh, yeah. Milano's, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's her group. I have thoughts on her. Uh yeah, me too. Oh, um yeah. I, I trust me, Ray. I you're all your thoughts are this. We know your thoughts, Ray. No, but it was just it was just so cool to have that hideout, and then I could just imagine watching this movie as a kid. I would just think that hideout would be like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, I still think it is, but it's it was arcade. just so cool. Yeah, it was just that's, a. That's what it sort of looked like, you know. What would a kid absolutely love as a, a little hideout, or not even a little big hideout? With all their friends and everything. And that's <laughs> what they came up with. So, yeah. I mean, it was, like I said, I just felt everything in this movie was wild and all the good ways. Jordan, do you have any random stuff you want to jot down Cause before I just like plow through my list? Uh, I think we most of the stuff uh, yeah, I covered or he covered most of the stuff that I was talking about. The station wagon, the the mail delivery gang, the <laughs> China scene with the <laughs> yes. Um, uh, oh, one one. I, I I know why. Why does the one dude who had a uh, belt look like he washed it with his red shirt and <laughs> white Leon? Because uh, belt because it had that weird pinkish orangish. Look, yeah. Okay. Like I'm going to comment on that. It. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, why aren't you a black belt? Like a pink belt is not intimidating. Did you notice like he didn't even have a like he was wearing a pink belt as a like I don't understand it. Um all right, so I had I already talked about the dubbing. Um during the aftershock in the beginning during the karate match, a little person was the pumping man. something. <laughs> what what was he doing? He was like he, after- he was uh it was the, 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 the jack. jack. Yeah. And that's yeah, he later was... had the ad about the Jackman. Yeah, I know, but like, what's the Jack doing? It's I... reinforcing the frame on top of the okay, roof. Okay, so what's the pump doing? That's the hydraulics for it to uh, add pressure. <laughs> Why is that even a. They like focus so much on that and they just go away from it. It never appears <laughs> except like one more time. He's just you, pumping you with all his might. The Jack's all over the place because like the whole city's like ready to fall apart. I don't know. It's just, I know they explained it. Like a lot of the questions I had were explained like moments later. I was like, why is this little person <laughs> pumping this thing? And then I saw the commercial with like the wannabe Mario Brothers. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Um, did you notice during the karate match in the beginning, um, it took place in a high school gym? Yeah. Yeah, because the scoreboard. I did not. The scoreboard had a scoreboard in it. It looked just like a high school gym. And, I, and then I started looking around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have one of them was a pink belt. It wasn't, it wasn't even a black belt. I'm just saying, if you're going to join a, a karate tournament, you might want to be a black belt. 
Um, yeah, George Hamilton, Vanilla, Andy Dick. All right, Alyssa Milano was. I've never said this because I'm a grown man, but she's looking thick. <laughs> I didn't know she Very had those thick. kind of legs on her. Very thick. Yeah. Had no idea she was in this movie. I had no idea she had that kind of legs. I was I was very surprised. My reaction every time was the same as the brothers every single time. You know, I was like, I, I get it. And I even think when I was a kid and I first watched this movie, because it's like, there's something different. And why do I like this style here? Because <laughs> I, like I was just like, hmm. yeah, because I would be about like 12 or something. You know, it's like not your average look for like, well, you think, oh, man, that's a good look for a woman and everything. But then you're like. I like that. I don't know why, but I like that. <laughs> Mommy, what's going on? Um, <laughs> right? It's one, definitely one of those moments. So it's been about 15 minutes, and why haven't we talked about the steroid monster? Like, because why is that? Also, also so much steroid uh, this movie. Uh, a Bobo? Bobo. Steroid oh, no, a Bobo. No. Actually, actually, let's talk about the three monsters. You okay. got steroid a Bobo. You got the tower. Who is just completely useless? Who's the tower? Was like the the like seven foot three basketball player that they pushed around a couple times and the, towards the end, and he got smashed by the. Yeah, uh, the, I looked the, him up to see if he was in the NBA, and I he I don't know I don't know who he was. And then um the the metalhead metal dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bullethead or whatever his name was. I don't know. Yeah, he who is he? They weren't memorable. The only memorable one was. Steroid adobo. Just hilarious. I'm wondering if there were like uh, boss like fights that. in the arcade they were. now. That's a much they were. Okay. I think. That's they, what it felt like with that. It was like they feel like they were boss fights. They were. They were are I don't know about Metalhead and basketball, but I know Adobo was definitely a big boss fight. Um yeah. or is it Obobo? I don't know. I keep Obobo. Adobo. Like <laughs> but whatever. I mean, he looked ridiculous. He looked as bad as the Goombas looked in the Mario movie. Like, oh, he looked ridiculous. But he looked... It was actually a good ridiculous stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not hating on it. I mean, I enjoyed the hell of it. But I was like, okay, this is the direction you're going. And I'm going to hop on this roller coaster and go with it. Like, let's go. Um, there's a scene when... It's, it's during that fight. The big fight when Agent Doggett from X-Files comes to... <laughs> I don't know his name in the movie. <laughs> Um, uh, Terminator Koga? 2 guy. Yeah, he, he comes to... Wait, hold on. What did you call him? What Agent did you call Doggett him? from X-Files? He yeah. He no, no, no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out. He's time the out. Terminator. No, thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah. That's you get what I'm getting. With oh, Mark. Like, that's why really. I said... I know who it is, but I'm just like, Ray, hold on. We gotta... I'll give you another shot to fix this. <laughs> I'll call him Terminator. Okay, so Terminator comes, and he's at their theater home i guess right and there's a giant fight right billy puts one of the henchmen's ponytail in a suitcase <laughs> he closes the oh, suitcase yeah. on the ponytail. <laughs> and i'm like that's weird and then later on you see that same guy when he's pouring gasoline and he's holding the suitcase yeah. up because his hair is still stuck inside of it. <laughs> also also i want to talk about uh koga i really want to talk about which one's Koga? Uh, is that he's the, the bad guy. He's the Terminator. Okay. Yes. Robert Patrick. Yes, Terminator. This man is the worst villain of all time. He had them in his grasp 
Yep. Through the entire movie, he was like, oh, I can get the medallion, I can get the medallion, I can get the medallion. And he fails every time. He was terrible. It, it's so spectacular to watch him fail. And it's just like, the first time he failed, I was like, dude, like you suck. I was kind of annoyed. But as the movie kept going on, and he kept failing in spectacular fashion. I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, let me get my popcorn ready because I got to see how much more you're going to fail. <laughs> His? Well, I, for Go me, the, he was basically a Saturday mo- uh, morning cartoon villain. And the, yeah. I sort of the, I feel like this is how this whole movie is. This is sort of like a fun Saturday morning Like, uh, I'll cartoon. catch you next week, you know? Yes, exactly. That's exactly how I saw him. And I I had so much fun. That, that's He was probably my favorite part of the movie, was whenever he was doing his shenanigans. I was weirdly fascinated not for the reasons you guys would think, with his assistant, the blonde lady. Lash. She would like, she didn't respect him at all. She was just like, no, I didn't get it. So what are you going to do? <laughs> she was just very like nonchalant about everything. And he was like yelling as if he was trying to be intimidating. She's like, no, I didn't get the medal. I'm, like, I'm sorry. You, you mean like the Scar Scream and uh, Megatron dynamic there? <laughs> See, I'm not deep in my lore on... I didn't watch that many cartoons of uh, episodes of Transformers growing up, so I don't uh, know that dynamic. I just know the the details. The the no, I can't speak. What am I Basically, of? where like he's uh, he's the main uh, backup, but he's always trying to betray him, and he's not really. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like she was willing to switch sides if the offer was right. Yeah, huh? she would have no problem being like, you know what? That's a better deal. I'm going there with that. No loyalty with her. <laughs> I do say I have these brothers are dumb, um, and my source for this information to back up my claim is that they fell for the elevator shaft trick. He literally just said, "Come and get me," and they ran, and then he moved out the way, and they fell down the elevator shaft. Okay, let's talk about that as well because they go all the way down the elevator with just using their hands, so no like rope burn or anything all no, the way down. No, it's ridiculous. And they're just like, oh, man, he got us. <laughs> we just fell 18 G- stories. Yeah, it's like, damn it, I can't believe we got caught. Or I can't believe he got us. I did notice when Jimmy fought Billy at the end, um, which we'll talk about in the trivia part, um, they do so in an arcade. And it's I guess it's that hideout that we talked about. Um, and in one scene in particular, there's a you double dragon that? arcade purposefully visible. Jimmy oh, yeah. the kicks it. Center shot just like bam. Yeah, it's like look at this machine and they kick it <laughs> and break it. Um I did like how <laughs> anytime the brothers you tried to use a medallion, they rubbed it like a rabbit's foot. And it was just weird because the bad guy, Terminator, just like he would just do what he did, you know, and they're over here like rubbing it. Um, even when they got it to work, they would rub it like a rabbit's foot. It was as it was as if the director was like, just you know. Make it happen. Do something with it. Rub it, you know, like a genie. It, it, there was just like no direction on how that, how that thing worked. Also, I feel like if you took a shot every time they did their gay high five, you would not survive this movie. Oh, my gosh. It's just like fist and palm. Yeah, fist and, and they, palm. Oh, gosh. I, I got so annoyed. At the end, they did it like three times in a minute. Yeah. It was weird. I was like, yeah, we won. Fist palm. And then they come outside. It's like, oh, our car's new. Fist palm. It was just over and over. Also, this blew my mind. 
at the credits, I was reading the credits before it faded to black. You know, they had some credits pop up, and it said story by Paul Dini. Do y'all know who Paul Dini is? Off the top of my head, nope. He created Batman the Animated Series. He's responsible for like the most memorable episodes, like Heart of Ice. The first time oh, like, he revolutionized okay, uh, Mr. Freeze, and he did uh, like he's a pro. He wrote the Arkham games. Like yeah. he's prolific. I know exactly. What you're about, <laughs> he wrote then, the yeah. story for this movie. I don't know. It must have been just a job well, for him. I mean, there, there's a difference between with movies though when you write the story and then the director gets on hand and then directs the movie. <laughs> Well, he didn't write it, so to be fair, he was like, "Well, here's the story. You got these two brothers, and you got Alyssa Milano, and you know some shit happens. Um, write the script." But yeah, he came up with the story beats. I'm sure someone wrote the script, but still, like, take your name off this movie, Paul Dini. Come oh, on, no. keep it on there. Keep it on there. This is this is great. You need this on your resume. I don't, yeah, it sort of just shows. See, I can do serious and great yeah, drama. If it's just like this goofy, silly popcorn. I don't even know what. No, I'm gonna do. <laughs> this is Arkham this City. is in basketball. What we call a heat check, um, yep, just to yep. see it. Like this. Hey, everything's dropping. So let me let me just take another one. And you're just like, nope, probably shouldn't have <laughs> took that one. <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm gonna do this one one legged. All right. Um, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> let's go to positive. Uh, Yorton, what did you like about this movie? Besides, you know, the entire movie. For for me, like I said, one of my favorite things was just. How much the main villain just like hammed up everything. And every time he was on scene, he was just like, even his henchmen were having fun with him hamming it up. Like when they took over the whole gang area, mm-hmm. you see the two hench- the silent henchmen who were silent the whole time, just like raising the roof and like trying to get everyone excited like they're hype men. <laughs> raising the roof. By the way, in Yorton's Skype like stream, that. he looks like angels in the outfield. The way he's raising the roof. Just want to say. What else, Jordan? You got anything else? Uh, I just like all like I like the fact they just throw you in this weird world and the yeah we're not going to explain that much. We'll nope. give you a little expedition right. jump, but just like yeah, just enjoy it. Here's Vanna White with the news. Yeah, just, <laughs> it is kind of like just there's no exposition. You're right. It's like well, here you go. Earthquakes happen. Well, there is exposition, but not really about. LA so much as the, the dragon the, the medallion stuff. they yeah. oh man you reminded me they sounded so much like they're from LA take a ride in LaGuardia right this is Rodeo Drive like they listed every oh, yeah. oh, yeah. name they turned on wrong like 90s t- typical TV LA yes yeah yeah all right Jared what are some of your positives uh, my biggest positive is that this movie did not take itself too seriously and <laughs> yeah. that's one of the that's the reason why I enjoyed it so much because we have, we run across so many movies that take itself so like again our movie last week took itself so serious and it was just like no uh, but like this movie is just like <laughs> that's you that's your own opinion by the way me and you weren't think that movie is fantastic <laughs> you just had to get your one more bird on Armageddon didn't you? <laughs> I, I will not stop going in on it's Armageddon in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh my goodness right, but no I just love I just love that the movie is just like hey we're just here to you know, to ham and cheese it up the entire like hour and a half that I got you. And that's exactly what it did. So I just love that it didn't take itself too seriously. You know what? That's what makes this movie better than Street Fighter. Street Fighter was trying to be serious. You know? It was trying to be oh, yeah. a serious Street Fighter movie and it <laughs> it was not. And this movie knew what it was the whole time. 
And do you have any more positives before I continue? Um. So yeah, I love the fact. Like I said, I love the fact that it didn't take itself serious. Um. And even with that, I did not like hate the acting either. That was that was another thing. I mean, there were none no. of it was like none of it was like oh like great like groundbreaking. But I don't feel like anybody did like a bad job. No, Scott Wolf and his brother, I can't remember his name, but like they were good. Like they were charismatic. I liked them. I rooted for them. And they were not cringy. I mean, there were they made cringy dialogue. Oh yeah, the fun. dialogue. Yeah, dialogue is different. But they but made like, it fun. No, yeah, no, like I was just saying, it's just like, I, I, you know, this is the kind of movie you expected just like, oh man, like it's going to be terrible acting, but it actually surprisingly wasn't. And that's, that's one of the things that like blew me away. It was just like, huh, this isn't like bad. Yeah. It doesn't deserve the hate. Yeah. I, I would say this is a movie that when it was filming, I bet was a ton of fun to be on set. So here's the, here's what I'm picking that. up. We got two guys in their mid-30s, and Jared, who's probably 30, young 30s, and we're over here talking about how much we love the kids' movie, Double Dragon, right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. I mean, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just one of those movies that's, like, so campy and so, like, down-to-earth, and it doesn't take itself serious. And then the acting, as I was saying, was not bad. The acting was pretty good, so. Yeah. I enjoyed the cast as well. The cast was, I wouldn't change a thing about the cast. Um, well, my first positive, New Angeles, 2007, baby. <laughs> Not even Los Angeles, it's New Angeles. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> um, 2007. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more karate matches, but there wasn't. But I have, I like a good karate match. That goes with the opening scene. Um, it's like not blood sport at all, but you know, close enough. Um, I like the weird humor the movie has. Like there's one point when they're, you know, you got Andy Dick, you got Vanna White and George Hamilton, whatever, as the news anchors. And it's just like, why? Other than just to, like, to have fun and be goofy. But there's one line in the movie where the father is listening to the news and it says, Madonna is divorcing Tom Arnold. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> why do you have that in there? And also, why is the news channel Channel 69? That's on purpose. Yes. <laughs> That's on purpose. I caught that when they were talking about the helicopter. Check, check Channel 69 helicopter. It's like, oh, ha-ha, right. you. So I'm going to go with my, my negatives, but really, like, these are nitpicks. Not even that. They're just bad things I noticed, but I actually kind of liked. Um, the terrible costumes all around. The outfits are awful all the way around. <laughs> from steroid to bobo to the outfits that like in the opening china scene to everything they're just oh my god um, terminator's outfit that long coat robe he wears is so ridiculous the the, the best outfit is the mailman outfit because it's the one you can't mess up yeah it's just mailman <laughs> um the cgi was so terrible that i actually kind of fell in love with it like when he would turn into like this 2D, you know, like 1990 Jurassic Park screensaver animation, and then <laughs> then float into a shadow. It was just CGI was so bad, it was so terrible. Um, there's no way these two are brothers. One's fully Asian, one's white. I just want to bring that up. So if they are brothers, they're adopted. Am I wrong there? Well, I mean, look at me and Joey though. 
You can both tell you have Hispanic in you, though. Yeah. You're both Hispanic. It's very uh, clear. <laughs> it's very clear. You have the same color hair, at least. You know, you don't look like, but you can tell you're Hispanic. Clo- okay, good uh, enough for me. These one's an Asian, <laughs> one's white. It just doesn't work. Um, I have apparently fire fuels a car, not gasoline, but we talked about that. Oh, the fighting is atrocious. In the big oh, it's fight, so bad. Oh, it's so bad. In the big fight scenes, you can see like when it's like multiple people versus one or two guys. You can see the fighters in the background like pretending to like be busy instead of fight. You know, like they're waiting their turn to get in there instead of just jumping them all, all right. at once. It was atrocious. Anything you would add to the fight scenes? Uh, no, I the final fight scene that like when he finally got the double dragon. A medallion, and yeah. then he just splits into two guys whose swords can like cut through everything. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> so <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, um, like I got a question about what the medallion does here in a little bit, but also I noticed that why does every IP need their own Batmobile, aka the Dragon Wagon, at the, the end? Dragon. Like it's setting itself up for a sequel because they they when they become. <laughs> Double Dragon, and they transform. They have their all of a sudden they have their their new outfits on. They got their their gis right. They got their new karate gis. One's red, one's blue, and then at the end they got their own their own Batmobile. And it's like a a retrofit. It's what they had before, but it's better. I don't know. You don't need your own Batmobile. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a Paul Dini thing, right? Maybe he was like, yeah, we'll put maybe. a Batmobile in this. Uh, Jared, what you got for negatives, nitpicks, whatever? Uh, no, I just hate how underwhelming the final fight scene was, um, and then how underwhelming the medallion was. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Well, the rest. I'll ask the question now. What what did the what what does the medallion do? Like, what does it do? One is body, one is spirit. So the cool. The what one that spirit makes. Makes you able to take over people, while the body one makes you pretty much invulnerable. That's how come he was like, "Oh, I can't hurt you, but I can hurt your brother." You, because how'd you figure body. that out? I didn't even figure that out. I don't understand. And they pretty much explained it without an explanation. Yeah, no. You just watch and listen what they were doing. Yeah, no, they explained it, but it's just like, but when you put them together, yeah, what do no, yeah, they put together? Oh, what do they do? Besides, you get to be two ninjas at the same maybe time. Maybe have both the powers of spirit and body, I guess. I think it they changes met, your attire. They weren't clear on that. they just clear on what the two medallions were and what they did. I think it changes your attire. It gives you <laughs> it karate gis. Um, yeah, well, I mean... They had the classic gi from the video game, so I figured that's... Like, we'll put them in here. Yeah, it's, you know, it's for the real fans. That's what that seems Yeah, it's for, for the, the real, real fans. It's a bunch of fan service. <laughs> Um, I'm a fan of fan service. Your, what not. you got? Negatives, nitpicks. Negatives. Uh, yeah, some of the uh the fighting was just a little too goofy and everything. And but if like like you were saying, I feel like it just sort of nitpicks, and you just feel like it. You're just beating up on a movie that yeah, it's just good fun. Basically. Yeah, something's got to. You got to fill the category with something, right? We got to. Yeah, we and I, I feel like that was probably maybe the biggest doubter was like a lot of the fighting stuff could have been a bit cooler and cleaner and stuff. I will say, did they hire every 
repel expert stunt man in that movie because there was a ton of repelling going on. In there that movie. was. Oh yeah, <laughs> there was. There was a lot in the opening scene when you meet. Uh, not the opening scene, but in the beginning when you meet the the good gang, whatever they're called. Yeah. Jared knows the, the name. Power, what are they called? The Power Core. The Power, power Core. When they all like, there's like thirty people just like zip lining down. It's like <laughs> why? It's a ten foot drop, buddy. <laughs> Just hey man, you gotta 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 be careful. Gotta be careful. You don't want to get hurt. Safety first. There. All right. As so, they're not wearing helmets. Let's go to best scene. Let's do the oh, categories. Boy. Oh boy. I really only have two. I don't know. Throw some in there if you like other ones. I don't know. Oh, first of all, one of the positives I think we all agree is ninety minutes in and out. Yeah. Good. Good time for a movie. Um, yeah. The car chase scene with the spikehead gang. You know, and that's when we had all the cool car tech, and it was like the video game scene, pretty much. Um, and I have the fight at the theater home. Wet means it's a giant fight with the the suitcase hair and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you meet you meet giant Adobo or Bobo, whatever the hell his name is. Um, that's all I got. What scenes do you guys want to nominate? I'll nominate uh, just uh, to add a couple more scenes. Uh, the when they run into the gang during the daylight, I thought that was rather fun and interesting. What was oh, going oh, on? That had the mailman the chase. Scene. That leads to oh, the of yeah, course, with the before the boat choice, yeah, yeah, for that that ten chase. second scene with the the mailman swinging their bags around like cocky assholes. <laughs> that's worth it. <laughs> also, wait a minute, I do actually have a question. What? About that jet ski that was chasing them, it had it's like it has like a tank on the front of the jet ski, just launching missiles yeah. out of the jet ski. A giant missile. They the don't size have of guns, but they have a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, like right. We don't. We don't. We don't have conventional guns that could probably be better, but we're just gonna launch rockets at you. Hey man, that's what they do in the future. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, all the way in two thousand seven. <laughs> um. Any nominees, Jared? Uh, no, no. Um, because like as the movie went on, the fight scenes progressively got worse. So, I'll add one. Any scene with Alyssa Milano bending over—that's perverted. I'm gonna edit that out. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta edit. Um, oh right. boy, Jordan, what's your pick? Oh, it's the car chase scene. I oh. even remember that as a little kid. That I was like, oh, that was fun. It happened even so early. I, was too. I can't kid. believe it's going to win. Yeah. Jared, same scene? Uh, definitely that car chase. It was fantastic. Three for three. It's the car chase scene. I mean, it's, yeah. it's fantastically <laughs> awful and great at the same time. I don't know what else to say about it. And they go and hit hit the garbage can so they could find more fuel. To oh, yeah. It's like... Oh, oh okay. my god, y'all. I'm just realizing this right now. Is this movie going to make our Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's going to de- it's going to like diminish the value of our Hall of Fame. <laughs> no oh. one's going to take our podcast seriously after this. Oh no, we have to like rest- yeah, restart the whole podcast. Start over. This was preseason. All right. <laughs> Best line. Um, I only have three. No, I want to have four. Yorton, the one you had, I forgot what it says, but that'll be the fourth. My first one is, dude, my whole life flashed before my eyes. I sleep a lot. I thought it was clever. Um, and then, you're weak like your father. And he goes, you're ugly like your mother. <laughs> That's so stupid. And then the one Jared pointed out in the group chat, 
Eat fist, butthead. <laughs> oh, there, there, there was another one that I really loved. Uh, when his two henchmen came in, he said, Huey, Lewis, watch the news. Yep. Yep. That's in my <laughs> trivia. But uh, oh. that's a good one, too. Or, what, what's the one that you, you actually sent us a YouTube video of? Especially delivery. Airmail. <laughs> just, uh, just like, what was your end game plan there, man? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna land on these two people. Like, it's not gonna hurt. Oh, and she yells it out. Special delivery, airmail. I think that's my favorite. We're gonna go with that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's Jared? go with that one. Yep, right. I'm okay with that one. All right. Oh God, how do you pick an MVP? It's just look. You got Alyssa Milano, Scott Wolf, Mark DeCoscos, and and I guess Terminator guy. I'm going to go with Alyssa Milano. I don't know why, other than she stood out the most to me. Without her, this movie is a lot less interesting. <laughs> How about you, Jared? Who's your MVP? Uh, MVP? Uh, I don't Everyone. Everything. I loved it. The LVP is definitely um, Robert Price, the uh, Terminator guy. Definitely LVP. Oh, really? Your, LVP. I think he's going to be Jordan's MVP. <laughs> yeah, he's my MVP. Oh, no. Patrick. I, I, right. Every time he had a scene, it was stupid as could be, but I I enjoyed it. We need it's a like winner. Completely dumb and- we need a winner of the movie. So, Jared, you have to pick Alyssa Milano or... I, I mean, got to go Alyssa Milano. You got to go Alyssa Milano, baby. My hands are tied. Um, all right, let's go ahead and shout out. Let's do our shout outs. Jordan, who do you want to shout out in this movie? Or what uh, shout out? The shout out. I, I'll go with the shout out with the uh, the silent henchmen throughout the movie. For whatever reason, I thought they were silly and goofy. The two of but them fun at the same time. At the end, will hench. Yeah, the yeah, will hench. The <laughs> yeah, those are my shout outs too. Especially because one of them gets his head stuck in a suitcase, his hair, and <laughs> he keeps fighting. I re- I like the oh. I like the tenacity. Jared, what's your shout out? I mean, I gotta go with the henchman, Huey <laughs> Lewis. What's the news? What's the news, Huey and Lewis? That's so ridiculous. All right, I got questions. Um, so Tori, they put her in a gate because what's his name? Terminator has taken over her body. They put her in a cage and they locked the gate. Then he leaves the body, and he's like, "Now you've locked her in there, and we're gonna burn the place." And they can't get her out. But I'm thinking, unlock the gate. Why can't you just unlock the gate? You just locked it. Like, what's going on? It, it seems like a simple knob turn. That's all you had to do. Like, I don't understand why they're fighting so hard. Um, did y'all catch that? I, yeah. I didn't study hard on the mechanics of the lock to know. If I remember, it's just a on. twisty. You just turn it. <laughs> That's all I remember. Uh, um, and who was Satori exactly? I was thinking there was the ant, but I don't know for yeah, sure. Yeah, I was thinking maybe an ant. Jared, do you have any idea? Take a guess. I no, I I'll go with y'all on the ant in that case. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are the official source. Satori is the ant in this movie. <laughs> um, hey. if you have any questions, please. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Blockbuster HOF at gmail.com. Send them your way. Um, we'll read them on the air. Uh, w- All right, I I. I had this question, but I realized we answered it. Did y'all see the gang that just swings bags around? <laughs> <laughs> I was so the male gang. And then, you know, I figured it out. Um, we already asked, what does the medallion do? Um, okay, here's a question. As a director of this movie, 
why not go further into the future? So this movie's not mocked. Like, you don't want to be in the year 2007 and watch a trailer on YouTube YouTube that says, in the future, 2007. It's like, <laughs> go further. Why, why 2007? Go 2100 or something. I mean, the only thing I can think of that made it better was that after the, you know, earthquake, then maybe it, like, changed around technology or something, and so that's what made it a bit different. But, yeah, I agree with you. You got you just got to go full in the future. It only went 13 years in the future. Yeah. Think about that. But they really didn't have any technology in the movie that I was like, that would be that different. True. But still, other than what what the car was running off of, like, <laughs> what system the car was, that was the only one where I was like, "What was that?" But other than that, they really didn't have any technology to make it think. I don't oh, know, man. That VR, VR looked like it was. Oh my god, dated. VR, it man. Be at um, here's a fun question. I want you guys to think about it, and I'll go first, so it gives you time to think about it. What classic video game would you want to see as a movie? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say Contra for me. I'll say Contra, and here's what you do: you get Sylvester Stallone, you get Arnold Schwarzenegger to reprise the roles as Rambo and the guy from Predator or Commando. I don't care, pick one. And you just have an alien invasion, and you have them just never taking their finger off the trigger for the entire movie as they're shooting aliens. That that's contra movie, and you you make it campy and, and ridiculous like this. Like you know, you go into it knowing it's going to be a turn your brain off, eat some popcorn, and enjoy the ride. That's my pick, Jared. How about you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go something because it, we've seen it done somewhat, but I'm definitely gonna go with like Castlevania and just like a movie series, just like three movies, Castlevania. Uh, they do the animated show now, which is awesome. If you That's amazing. It. Yeah, so um, all our listeners, please watch it. It's a great show. But no, I would just love to see it on the big screen. I would just, I just think it would be so good on the I big screen. I think you're right. That'd be great. And I want to say this. <clears throat> they keep trying to remake Dracula over and over. But to be honest with you, they suck. Those movies suck. Dracula oh, yeah. in the Castlevania anime series is the best iteration of Dracula I've ever seen in my entire life. It's amazing, and he's actually a character. He's the villain, but like you understand and you care about his his reasons for why he's so bad, because they in the first like two or three episodes they build him up as like the main character almost, and it's so good. I would love to see that version of Dracula on on the big screen. You're right. Oh yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? For me, I would go with uh, Tropicana. Uh, what a uh, trap. Uh, it basically, uh, at least the second one in particular, where it's sort of like a history, uh, bouncing through history and just having fun action throughout history. I've never heard of this game. I've never heard of that either. Yeah. Tropicana, what system did it come out on? Is it PC? Oh, it's the original NES. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, I was, I was expecting you to say like StarCraft or, or something, because that would be dope as hell. Yeah. Um, Tropicana, okay. Uh, that's what I'm going to YouTube when we get off this, this Skype call. Um, <laughs> all right, I guess we're going to go to trivia. All right, there's only two pieces of trivia that are worth mentioning because the rest were pretty pretty boring. But um, the plot from the game, the arcade game, is about two martial artists 
Billy and Jimmy, and they fight their way into the turf of the Black Warriors gang. Um, and they have Linda and Bobo as members of that gang, whatever. Um, but they, they, this gang assaulted and kidnapped their love interest, Marion. So that, that raises questions right there. These two brothers are in love with the same girl. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, they go through and they end up fighting, getting to the bad guy's lair. And they beat the guy. But, but after that, the twist of the game is the Get brothers the fight each other for the affection of Marion. So that's a cool little twist. You beat the game, and all of a sudden you have, to, you have to fight your friend at the end who beat the game with you. Now, in the NES game, there's a twist. They didn't do that. The twist in the NES port of the game is your brother is the bad guy. So. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, Alyssa Milano and Scott Wolf actually started dating while filming this movie and were engaged. I can see why. Obviously, they didn't last. And they broke up. That's all the trivia I have. But with that being done, it's time for... Let me... Oh, God. We didn't share my screen. I got to edit that part out. I totally butchered that. Hold on one second. It's time for the Rotten Tomato game. Give me one second. All right. Now we're ready. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Never gets old, y'all. That song never gets old. Um, okay. Who won last week? Jared? I did. No, Jordan won last week. Yep. <laughs> All right, Jordan. On Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think this movie got? Well, it'll be Jared's first since he... Uh, since oh, you're right here. I'm sorry. Jared goes oh, first because... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just go on the dumpster. I'm going to say 21. Did y'all look at the screen? Shit. Don't look at the screen. Hold on. I'm sharing my screen. I'm such a... I'm, I'm failing right now. Yorton, what do you guess? Uh, I, I'm going to go 32. Answer's 13%. Ooh. Oh, ho, ho. Ooh. I'm so stupid. I shared my screen with you guys so I could play that stupid Rotten Tomatoes theme song. And then I had my answer to the... To the Rotten Tomatoes game on the screen, so you guys could oh, just look that. No, none of us saw it. Oh, I mean, I God. didn't see it. What a failure! All right, so Jared said twenty-one percent. Yeah, you were closest. Congrats, it's two in a row, man. Um, audience was twenty-six <laughs> percent. <laughs> Jordan won last time. Don't take that win away. <laughs> oh my bad. Look, man, it's late, man. I've been with my daughter, who's been driving me crazy. All right. Um, <laughs> anyways, all right, doesn't matter. Jared won this time. Um, it got 13%. Only 26% of the audience liked it, which blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, sadly, Robert Eater, Robert Eater, Roger Ebert did not review this movie. <laughs> and I, I can't long. even I mean, imagine for, what you would be for that movie. <laughs> I mean, for good reason. For good reason. After nope. having us at two and a half movies through, or two and a half hours through Armageddon. I feel like Roger Ebert would have just said, nope. <laughs> that would have been his review. Um, so the there were no funny, there was no fun stuff on Rotten Tomatoes with the reviews. So I went to Amazon and I went to the Blu-ray <laughs> reviews, and this dude named this is the best I could find. I apologize, I'm slacking this week. Damien Monty Nelson Dwyer. He's just some random dude in America who bought the movie. He says it's one of the best martial arts movies ever. And, 
That's his take. Five stars. He gave it five stars. <laughs> um, Jared, would you recommend this movie? Yes. Because why? It's a fun time, and it's only 90 minutes. <laughs> Yorton, would you recommend this movie and why? Uh, I would, but I definitely would give the context to let the people know. It's if you enjoy just silly, goofy '90s movies, then yes, go watch it because you'll have a fun time with it. Exactly, but, I agree. I would yeah. recommend it too. Bring a beer. Oh yeah, this would be a this is a would be a great movie to see with a bunch of friends drunk with. Just I've oh hell yeah, <laughs> oh hell yeah. Um, oh man. All right, here's the moment. <laughs> Jared, are you gonna put this in the Blockbuster Hall of Fame? You motherfuckers put Armageddon in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that movie was so bad. Guess this movie's going in. You've already tainted the Hall of Fame with Armageddon. <laughs> I think we legitimized it with Armageddon. But it's all right. All right. So that's one vote out of three. We only need two votes. Yorton, are you putting this movie in the Blockbuster Hall of Fame? I have not put it in the Hall of Fame, even though I did have some fun with this movie. Well, I'm putting it in the Hall of Fame. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? It just came on TV right now and sitting down to watch it all over again. Yes, I literally would too. I, no matter what part this movie picks up in, you can all just sit down and, and just enjoy it. It's a good time. I mean, I'll probably leave and come back to it at parts, but it's going to be on. Like, like it's a good time and it's just like it's the definition of like our hall of fame when you go into blockbuster you can't find anything it's just like i haven't seen double dragon in a while let me rent that that's it like i'm just like okay movie they got 13 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> it got 26 by the people who actually like humans who watched it not the critics and we're like yeah hall of fame <laughs> yeah we're like yeah greatest movie ever made um all right well that was fun. This was this and Armageddon were probably my two favorite podcasts. Um, all right, it's time to move on. It's it's October, y'all. So we're gonna do a Halloween theme here. We're gonna pick spooky some, season. We're gonna pick some spooky horror movies for the next three weeks. Jared's gonna go. Then Yorton's gonna pick. Then I'm gonna pick. And then then it's November at that point. So we're, we'll figure out something else to do there. Maybe 80s. I don't know. Um, all right, Jared, it's your turn. What's the horror movie that you're going to pick, and why are you picking it? By the way, we uh, don't know what he's picking, by the way. We this have no is idea. Actually, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's probably it's in my top ten um, list. It's a horror movie. Jordan, I'm, I guarantee you will like this movie. Can I take a guess? What? Is it the one you, you talked about recently and I watched in, on Netflix? No. Oh, sorry. His cat just uh, bit him or something. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> he did. He came out of nowhere and bit the shit out of He me. does not want you to pick that movie, man. <laughs> no, it's not that one. It, that was The Invitation, which I actually just watched the other day. Very good Again? movie. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, but no, the movie I am picking, it's in my top 10 of all time. It is Hereditary. Good. I haven't seen this. I'm glad it's a movie I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, Hereditary. It has Tony Collette. It's it's great. It's it's one of those newer themed uh, horror movies that are just more like psychological driven. More mm. like more things like that. It's not like any kind of like jump scares or things like that. The horror 
So unlike those kind of movies that are coming out, the horror is the people. We're, we're, we're the elements of horror because mm-hmm. we're humans. So, excuse me. It's a very good movie. Fantastic movie, actually. Sorry. Um, yeah, Tony Collette does. Uh, Tony Collette, it's just, oh, she, she did not get her roses for that movie, but she does a fantastic job. Ari Aster is the director. He directed that. And his follow-up movie to that was Midsummer. So those okay. are two movies you should definitely watch. Um, I do know that Yorton's not a fan of horror movies, but this doesn't look like a typical horror movie. So, Yorton, what are you thinking right now? All right. If you're playing bingo at home, we're at the part where Yorton's audio is not working. So go ahead and fill out that card. <laughs> <laughs> I actually muted myself with that. There time. we go. Okay. I, but I was going to say is though I do like the fact that uh, you said it wasn't a jump scare or anything. So those are the typically ones that I roll my eyes out. So it's interesting. But I've never heard of this movie before. I have no idea to make it. I was curious. Is it a Bloomhouse movie by any chance? Uh, no, it's it's not. It's a twenty-four. Okay. Midsummer like. Once I'm aware, I got some acclaim. Like I know Midsummer, my wife watched it, and I came at certain parts of it, and I got the gist of it, and I was like, "It's pretty good." So I'm well, no, so, Hereditary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like after Hereditary, like after like people saw that movie, and they're like, "Oh, this movie's actually like really good." So mm-hmm. then that's when he was like, "Oh, I'm doing another movie, Midsummer," and then that's when people started picking up on him, things like that. I'm really curious after this next podcast what Yorton picks because he's not a horror guy. And so I don't know what in the world he's going to pick. Um, all right. I'm sorry. Next week, we will be back with Hereditary. And I guess that's it, y'all. This was a fun time. We have a new member in the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. I think yes. we can argue against it. It was fun. Until next time, I will see you guys later. Hey, guys. I am recording this at the end of the episode. Um, so we had just recorded the podcast. And... I um, forgot to mention that there's a great YouTube video that goes over the history of the franchise of Double Dragon from the arcade to the NES to the movie, all this kind of stuff, and uh, how it's just kind of not around anymore. It's by a great YouTube channel called Did You Know Gaming. The link is in the profile, and that's it. Hope you guys enjoy.